the idea of preparing and having a survival plan has been an idea that I have vacillated between two extremes and over the years I feel like the Lord has given me balance and understanding. We have the idea um, a lot of times from a Christian approach that we should be prepared and understanding and discerning of the times and that it's God's good grace that calls us to be um, prepared because we're able to sense and understand and see with spiritual eyes what's going on. But we also have the other side of that as a Christian that we might feel like if we are putting our faith in having storage or a survival um, planning situation that somehow we're lacking faith and maybe God doesn't want us to do that. So I think that the most important thing I can say in having kind of tackling this issue for a really long time now is that God is a God of order. He's not a, a God of chaos. He is a God of balance. We can be um, extreme fanatical Christians and yet still be in balance with the Word of God. And we can also uh, have an understanding that God does things in, in His order. Even if the world is raging and chaotic, our God is not. He is a God of order. And we see that in creation. We see that He is uh, very orderly. So interestingly enough, uh, the Lord gives me a word. I pray for a new word every beginning of the new year. And as I was praying last year in 2019, at the very end of 2019 in December, um, the word that he gave me for 2020 was order. And how ironic is that? Because 2020 has been anything but order. It has been absolute chaos, at least in the natural. But like I said, God is a God of order. And so we have uh, made it a goal to bring our household into order. We've it's been a crazy road for us as we have um, had to renovate and do some serious repairs. And I can tell you, I can, we have been, we were in complete natural chaos in our home. There was no order to any of our storage. Even though I've been storing and preparing and planning for many years, it was just all over the place and I couldn't even figure out what I had. So I want to take it from a biblical perspective first just to set your mind at ease because I think that within our own self we can rage with this question, certainly in our own families, in our marriage, in our own household, and within even the church. We can kind of go back and forth, we can see different views. Where I have come is that there is nothing, no amount of planning or survival or anything that is going to save me and my family more than what God can do for me. I have complete faith that my days are numbered by the Lord and that I will fulfill them if I am walking according to His perfect will. I'm not going to have an untimely death. My life and my children's lives, my husband's lives, are in the hands of God. And if we are listening to Him, 
He will tell us what to do and how to direct our family specifically. So in regards to that, you have to settle that first. And that might be a big step for you. Do you really trust the Lord in all things? Now let's go a little further and ask, what does that trust actually mean though? Because just because you trust in the Lord, does that mean that you should not prepare anything physically? I have for years preached and have told people over and over and over as the Lord has given me this word about preparing and about the times that we're living in for literally a few decades now. And people always ask me, and my answer to them first and foremost is you need to prepare your spirit. If you don't hear from God, if you can't discern uh, a direction from Him or uh, have practice being in His presence, then you don't have the correct foundation on doing anything that is preparing. You can uh, still be prepared in the physical, but what good will that do you if the Lord tells you you need to leave your house right now, get up and go? And if you don't recognize his voice and you haven't practiced being in his presence and you haven't practiced letting him lead you and having faith that maybe that is God talking to me, will you get up and go? Or would you say, well, I can't leave because I have all my preparation here. I have all my survival stuff here. See, that's what I'm talking about is that we must first and foremost be spiritually in the right place with the Lord, knowing that he's going to speak to us, that he will direct us. Uh, and he, maybe you don't hear him like in a, a voice in your head or um, that sounds really like a, a health issue, but um, a voice in your spirit, I should say. Maybe you hear him through the confirmations of others and urging Maybe you hear him through the confirmation of feeling like something is on your heart and all of a sudden you open up the word of God and there it is. Or maybe you hear him in a uh, way of confirmation through something you see in the natural. At any rate, are you practicing hearing him that way and stepping out in faith in those things that he is urging you in? So I want to kind of remind you of some things that are in the word of God that have helped me, I think, have correct perspective. And one thing, we all heard that um, joke uh, within Christian circles is that there was a man, there was a big flood, and he was out uh, on, on a rooftop, and the waters were getting higher and higher, and he's praying, oh Lord, oh Lord, save me, and uh, a boat comes by, and somebody says, here, get in the boat. And he says, no, uh, God's going to save me. And so on and so forth. Different things come by. And finally, a helicopter comes by to airlift him out. And he says, no, nope, nope, God's going to save me. So uh, he ends up drying, drowning and, and dying. And when he gets to heaven, he asks God, I thought you were going to save me. He said, well, I, I sent you a, a boat. I've sent you uh, all the things that he sent in a helicopter and uh, so you didn't take any of those things, meaning that that was God's provision. He didn't have to do a miracle and lift him up and have him fly out of the flood. He was using natural preparations. That's the, the point of that little joke. 
but we can actually see that that has a biblical principle. I was thinking this morning about, was it Elijah or Elisha, um, with the widow's oil. He supplied her family with enough oil for as many vats as she could uh, bring to him, any pots, any anything. He supplied her with all of this oil, not only for her own household, but to be able to sell and to continue having oil. But she had oil. She had a little bit of oil. Meaning, yes, God can supply our needs. But she had something to start with. That was something that I was thinking this morning. And yes, God can absolutely miraculously have manna come from the sky. He's done it before. But if we are being wise and thinking biblically, then there is nothing wrong with having some preparation. I'm not talking about going into debt to get yourself prepared. I'm just simply talking about having some stuff on hand, being wise in some certain things. So you think about the um, verses, by faith, Noah built an ark for the salvation of his family. It was by faith. Sometimes we think, one, we want to bury our heads in the sand because if we actually start to plan and do this kind of stuff, we feel foolish sometimes. Like, is there really going to be a, a devastation? Well, I'm sure that Noah could have asked himself that too. Is there really going to be this water that comes from the sky, this flooding? That, that had never happened before. Rain had never even happened yet. So, and everyone looking at him was thinking he was foolish. I think a big thing is that we have got to change our priorities in our thinking. We have got to discern the times and say, think, well, people, a lot of people say, I don't have money to do storage. Well, if you have money to have a $1,000 iPhone, if you have money to have a, um, go out and get coffees or your nails done or anything like that, you actually, you do have money. You do have money to do it. It's just how you organize your budget and what you think is priority. And I'll tell you right now, it is an act of faith to purchase things that you don't know if you'll ever actually even use, right? Think about the Bible verse that talks about the ant and the sluggard, that the ant prepared and, and saved for the winter during the harvest. There are so many things that we can take out of the scriptures and have ourselves be prepared and it not make us feel foolish. Why? Because it really is an act of faith. It is biblical. And if you have, if you start your foundation at the correct place, which isn't, oh my gosh, I got to hurry up and save all these things so that I can be saved. If instead you just tear that away and start all over and say, God, you are my provider. You are my uh shelter. He is our healer. He is the one that counts the hairs on our head. He is our sustainer of life. He is our savior. He is our rock and our refuge. He is the one that works miracles and can save us with his mighty right hand. If we start from that perspective and say, okay, God, how do you want me to prepare? I think that it will start to unfold and you'll have a peace in it. And it won't be some overwhelming, daunting task. Does it take sacrifice? Yes, we've 
skipped out on a lot of different things to be able to buy things that we feel that are necessary to prepare. We have literally organized our life around. In faith, we bought this house because we believed that God was showing us that it would be a place of refuge, a physical place of refuge for people. So we, in faith, purchased this house. We've uh, fixing it up. We're trying to get ourselves prepared and organized. And it has been a lot of work. Um, and there's a sacrifice in that, a financial sacrifice. Um, but also, you have to... It's a, it's a sacrifice of faith because you, you can question yourself so easily. Am I being foolish? Like, how, how silly could this be? So God's going to prepare your family. Um, but every single family can have something. And He might give different families different goals. Your family goal might simply be to have a little bit of preparation because He might lead you out of your house to somewhere else. Your goal might be to have a ton of preparation because He's going to use your house as a place of refuge. No matter what it is, you need to be led by the Spirit. But it's a good thing to have enough, not just for yourself, but for others, if God so leads you. So I guess that it'd be where I'm at today in looking this. Just take a different look. Don't be overwhelmed. Yes, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of sacrifice. It's a lot of organization. And the reality of it stares you in the face of these bad things could happen. And I think that if you get over the fear of it and say, Lord, I am in your hands. My family is in your hands. How would you like me to use the resources that you've given to me? So let's just start there.